Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Odd World News Podcast. This week's episode is titled Banners, Munchies, and Haircuts. Odd World News is a weekly podcast where we cover the strange and peculiar news that has occurred throughout the world. If you'd like to follow along with this week's episode, you can find the show notes in your podcast application of choice or by going to oddworld.news slash 39. Here are the stories for the week of September 6th, 2015. Flying the Banner Again Back in episode 34, we talked about a diehard Patriots fan who did not like the ruling by the National Football League Commissioner Roger Goodell when he suspended New England's Patriots quarterback Tom Brady for four games for his part in the Deflate Gate scandal. This week, a judge has ruled that Brady was not to be suspended, so the man decided to fly another banner over Roger Goodell's Scarborough main house. This banner stated, quote, Roger G, feeling a little deflated? End quote. The man has declined to state how much he has spent on banners, but the company he hired advertises banner ad flights at $450 per hour. Tweet, tweet. It is not uncommon to have wealthy individuals leave money to their heirs. We all strive to be able to leave something for the next generation. One Manhattan entrepreneur, Leslie Ann Mandel, who was married to Arthur Herzog, has died. In her will, she left $100,000 to be put into a trust that her stepson will be the trustee of. You may be wondering what this $100,000 trust is for. Well, it is for her 32 cockatiels, as well as her dog and cat. Mandel wanted the birds to, quote, continue to live in the aviary, end quote. This aviary is in her $4 million East Hampton property. She goes on to state, quote, it is my wish that the birds be fed and the building cleaned each Monday and Thursday, and their food shall be purchased from Avi Cakes, carrots, water, and popcorn, end quote. As a note, Avi Cakes are a brand of natural bird feed, and each 20-pound bag costs $115. The Munchies Woodland creatures are generally interested in vegetation. Most of the time, they tend to eat grass and plants that are on the ground. Well, a couple of deer in Oregon went through the town of Murphy and came across a barbed wire area, which they managed to get around. In this fenced-off area is 1,000 hemp plants. The deer plowed through and ate 960 of the 1,000 plants. Cliff Thomason, the steward of the first industrial hemp crop in Oregon, states, quote, Generally, I don't think they like cannabis. They liked ours, though. End quote. Industrial hemp has a lower level of THC than traditional marijuana. Kit Doyle, a partner in the industrial cropping business, says that the hemp is high in protein and it is likely what caused the deer to go on a binge. When asked about how the deer were able to get in, Doyle states, quote, we wanted to hurry and get in the ground, and we didn't want to spend a lot of money. Next year, if we decide to grow in the same place, we will have the necessary infrastructure. End quote. Out of step. When students go off to college, there are many extracurricular activities that they can partake in. Some try out for the basketball team, others go for football, and yet, some are in the marching band. Many marching bands do not get a whole ton of respect but there is a lot of coordination that must occur in order to present the sometimes stunning halftime shows that occur during football games. There's a rivalry between many teams in both college and professional leagues. It is not unheard of to have one team take a jab at their competition. The Kansas State Wildcats had a performance during the halftime of their game against the South Dakota Coyotes. During this halftime show, the Wildcats marching band shaped themselves into the mascot of their rival, the University of Kansas. The marching band also formed another shape, what they claim to be the USS Starship Enterprise, but what others may consider a phallus. Regardless of what the actual shape was, it was positioned to go into the mouth of the Jayhawk. For the stunt, Kansas State says it will pay a $5,000 fine. This is due to the Big 12 Conference stating that 
sanctions could be levied for unsportsmanlike conduct. Additionally, the band director Frank Trays will be suspended for one game. The game is not the next one. It's the one on November 28th against the University of Kansas. Lastly, all future content of the band's halftime shows will need prior approval from the Office of Student Life as well as the Athletic Department. Kansas State has apologized to the University of Kansas for the misinterpretation. No snip for you. There are many places that cater to a specific segment of the population. Some of these places include spas and clothing stores. One additional spot can also be salons. Some salons cater to men, like sports clips. A Washington, Pennsylvania barber, titled Barbary, describes itself as, quote, a high-end gentleman's barbershop, end quote. A woman booked an appointment online for her and her boyfriend. Upon arrival, Carrie Wan Settler, a female barber, informed the woman that Barbary caters and specializes in men's haircuts. The woman filed a complaint with the Bureau of Professional and Occupational Affairs. After its investigation, the board fined the shop $750 for discrimination. John Interval, owner of Barbary, states, quote, It's infringing on our environment. Guys come here as a kind of little getaway to be around other guys. End quote. He continues, quote, My hands are tied. They are forcing me to do this and telling me how to do my business. End quote. Interval states that he will not formally contest the fine, but disagrees with the penalty. Nearly 100 supporters of Barbary have signed a petition in opposition of the board's ruling. Already? One of the things that students do not necessarily want to hear so early in the school year is that they have to take a snow day. But that's exactly what one Keyport, New Jersey elementary school has had to do. But, as you might expect, it's not because of snow. The elementary school had to cancel classes due to a malfunctioning component that caused unreliable power. Officials cited student safety concerns due to there being no phones, internet, or alarms. The school has used one of their two built-in snow days. Uncollectible. As much as we may try, we cannot remember everything. There are times when things end up slipping from our minds. It may be that you forgot something on the grocery shopping list, a meeting you meant to attend, or even a task you forgot to do. One University of Nebraska at Lincoln graduate could not afford the tickets that he had when he graduated in 1974. The man attempted to pay the tickets before he graduated, but the campus police station did not take checks and the man had no cash in his pockets. The officer on duty said that he could go and pay when he could. Well, life got in the way and the man forgot until 41 years later. The man was talking to a college friend and realized he never paid for the tickets. So he made good on his promise and sent the college a check for $100. The check landed on the desk of the university's Parking and Transit Services Director, Dan Carpenter. Carpenter stated, quote, We do not have records of paper tickets written back that far, so we had nothing to apply it to. It was probably deemed uncollectible sometime in the 1970s or 80s. End quote. The university sent the check back due to having nothing to apply it to. Carpenter states, quote, we got a kick out of it, that's for sure. End quote. And that concludes this week's episode of the Odd World News Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and all previous episodes at oddworld.news. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore oddworldnews. If you'd like to submit a story or send feedback, you can email us at oddworldnewspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe and follow the Amazon link on the left side of the website. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Music